Basketball right now in the hands here in Miller. We'll give it off left side for Fischl. Back out for Kirby. Pass is going to be deflected. Good job of tracking down the ball there by Snell. Snell now will snap it right side. A little drive. Buckets up. Good for Fischl. And she's fouled. Tonight, it's the girls' semifinals of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament. High School Basketball in Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Cornell. And now the skip pass over here for Bauer. They get it right side. Stepping through the pressure is Deo. And Deo, good, strong drive. Takes it up and in. Both games tonight are rematches of close contests earlier in the season. Defending champion Elm Creek looks for their second win over Pleasanton, while Excel will look for another victory over Overton. It's the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament coming up next, but first a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to the Vero Event Center in Kearney with ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcutter right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Vero Event Center for our second conference semifinals. Elm Creek awaits the winner of this game in the state in the uh, conference championship game on Saturday. Who will it be? Will it be the number six seed Overton has already had kind of the upset win over Loomis, or will it be Axtell, who is the number two seed here at the Vero Event Center? Overton playing very good ball. They've won six of their last seven games. They've kind of uh, found themselves throughout the course of the year here, obviously. And for uh, Axtell, uh, coming in with a very solid 15-3 and record on the year. And uh, these two teams uh, did get together early in the season, about the second weekend of the uh, season, back in the 9th of December. And uh, it was a six-point win for Axtell at Overton. And Overton has really grown and improved since then. Some good news here for Axtell, though. Uh, Season Melima has been cleared to play. She has been practicing and may make the appearance today. Depends how warm-ups go and watching her warm-up. I see nothing that would indicate that Season would not be able to play here after starting the, uh, the year off with the injury. And uh, hopefully she'll be able to come back, if not tonight, sometime very, very soon here. So it's it's good to, to hear that uh, Season Elma may very well see some action here tonight. And uh, that is our, our one piece of good news that we have here in the early stages. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Other than that, Overton, not a deep bench. They, they In fact, they, they don't have a large roster. Uh, and we are playing on a little bit bigger court. And Axtell coach Kelly Cooksley has told us that really kind of thinks that might be one of those things that would be his to his team's advantage is that he does have a deeper bench. And with a longer court, most high school courts are 84 feet. This court here at the Bureau Event Center is 94 feet over the course of a game. That can have an impact. And uh, we'll see whether or not that's going to be the case here at all. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the starters here for the uh, Wildcats and the Eagles when we return to the Bureau Event Center and the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your heel leader. Contact Terry Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We'll take a break. We'll be back with the starters right after this. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, 
you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. And welcome back here to the Bureau Event Center. Time now for our starting lineups. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. Ian Carney. We'll begin, first of all, for the visiting team on the scoreboard, and that will be the Axtell Wildcats. As the Cats come in, as we mentioned, 15-3 and three on the year. They are the two seed, but they will be the uh, visiting team on the scoreboard. And their starters will be Ashley Snell, a 5-5 senior who averages 7.8 points and 6.8 rebounds per ball game. Reagan Miller, a 5-5 senior, averages 8.9 points and 2.8 rebounds a contest. Paige Kirby will make the start as well. She is a 5'5 sophomore who averages 9.8 points and 2.2 rebounds. Camille Fischel is a sophomore, 5'7. Fischel is averaging about 3.4 points and 6 rebounds a game. And Sophie Melma, the 5'10 senior, will make the start. Sophie is averaging 9.5 points a game and about 6.3 rebounds here for Kelly Cooksley. And as we mentioned, well, we may uh, have the opportunity to see uh, season Melma in the game as well. Uh, for Overton, their starters, and they will be the home team here, so they'll be in their home white uniforms. Their starters will be J.C. Wallace, 5'3", and just a sophomore. Wallace is averaging about uh, 7.8 points and nearly three rebounds a game. Sydney Enix is 5'10 and a junior. Enix is averaging 12.9 points and nine rebounds a game. Gracie Grote is 5'8 and a uh, junior, and Grote is averaging 11.3 points and about 5.6 rebounds. Victoria Anderson, 5'6 and only a junior. And Anderson is averaging 6.6 points, 6.4 rebounds. Jaden Eby, 5'7", and a junior. Eby is averaging 5.5 points and 3.8 rebounds. For head coach Nicole Arp, making her first uh, season as the head coach in Overton. And as we mentioned, they have really kind of gotten things together and heading in the right direction, winning five of their last six games. They are 8-11 and 11 overall, but again, winning five of their last six. So that's really not really where it's not where you start the season, where you end it. And right now they're playing very, very good basketball uh, down the stretch here, pulling off the upset on, on the road at Loomis to make it here to the conference semifinals, uh, taking on Axtell. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the New Tech Seed pregame show. and We'll have the tip here between Overton and Axtell when we return to the Vero Events Center after this. 
This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. The First Bank and Trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. And welcome back here to the Vero Event Center. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry or Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Again, uh, things are getting a little bit healthier here for Axtell, but it's clear that Season Melma will not play tonight, but she has been cleared to practice. So hopefully uh, she'll come back from that uh, early season injury and be able to play. Good news for a, a relatively short staff. They only have 10 girls out for basketball in Overton, but everybody is uh, healthy. And, and that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting back to the game of life with two locations in Kearney. And again, uh, Overton in their home white uniforms with the blue numbers, letters, and trim. Axdell in their road purple here as uh, they're wrapping up the introductions. And we're all set and ready to go. A reminder for you that we'll have the boys semifinals for you tomorrow here from the Fort County Conference Tournament. It'll be uh, a great matchup. There's a lot of quality basketball just top to bottom here in the uh, Fort County Conference. And uh, the boys matchups go like this tomorrow. Uh, It'll begin with uh, Sumner Eddieville Miller taking on Wilcox Hildreth. And that will then be followed by Amherst taking on Elm Creek at around 7.45 tomorrow. And then on Saturday, we already know uh, one of the first things that's going to happen is going to be the consolation game at 2 o'clock between Pleasanton and the loser of this game on the girls' side. And then we'll have the boys' consolation game for you uh, after that. So they're shaking hands at uh, midcourt. And uh, we're just about ready to get this one underway. And again, I've talked so many times about this great venue. I just love games here at the Viero Event Center. Great atmosphere for high school basketball. Kids get to sit on the floor, 
have close proximity to the uh, teams during the game. Uh, the old geezers like us, we get to sit up in the uh, up in the the seats, but there's not a bad seat in the house, and it's just a, a nice venue. And on Saturdays, so they uh, actually record the game, so they you can kind of have closed circuit television and kind of watch the game while you're watching the game, if you know what I'm saying. All right, we're all set and ready to get things underway here. The tip is going to be controlled by Axtell, and you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show as the uh, Wildcats bring the ball in the offensive end. They throw it down low. Great pass uh, for Snell, and then Snell has it knocked out of her hands. Ball is going to stay here with Axtell on the baseline. That's good defense down low, and the Wildcats will toss it in. It's Snell tossing it in. Driving here is going to be Kirby, and Kirby on the way to the basket is going to be fouled. She went up. I think they're going to say that she was in the act of shooting, so she'll have a couple of shots coming up here. Good aggressive attack there by Paige Kirby, and the foul is going to be whistled on Wallace. That's going to be her first, team's first. And the free throw is good. So Wallace with the foul. And uh, the uh, free throw was up and good. So a couple of made free throws here for Paige Kirby to get the game started. For Axtell, and that allows them to put the full-court pressure on. Stepping through the uh, defense here is going to be Groat. Groat kicks it up ahead, but now they're working it in for Enix, and Enix with a nice drive, but shot will not fall, and Snell is going to pull down the rebound after the miss. Snell kicks it up ahead, and a strong drive right side to high off the glass. That's going to be Fischl, and Fischl outrunning everybody gets the layup. She had to work in traffic there. Groat facing some pressure up ahead here for Eby. Eby gets it in the lane. Driving here is going to be Enix. Enix missed it, but gets her own rebound, and now she's fouled, going right back up with it. So Kenzie Enix gets the offensive rebound, but couldn't get the shot to fall. But hit on the arm, so she'll be shooting two here. And that'll be Ashley Snell's first foul of the game. Free throw up and good. And so Enix is in the book. And the first point of the ball game comes from the free throw line. Out of the hands of Sydney Enix, and she misses the second. And pulling down the rebound is going to be Fischl. So slowly across here is going to be Miller. Miller uses the dribble, gives it top of the circle here for Melama. Melama uses it up. Five-second count going on. Had it knocked out of her hands momentarily, but gets it out to Kirby. Kirby gives it to Snell. Snell, top of the circle, gives it to Miller. Miller with the little crossover here. Staying right with her is going to be Jaden Eby. Now Eby's going to drop back a little bit as they take it near midcourt with it is official right now. Man-to-man is uh, Overton. Entry pass down low. Backing in is Melama. Melama takes it off the glass, and it's in. So, so Sophie Melama, good post move as they were able to go from one post to the other. And long pass here for for Overton is off the mark, and now it'll be a turnover. So a 6-1 to one start to the game here for Axtell. And they have a chance to add on to it as they bring the ball in the offensive end here. Slowly across the turn line is going to be Miller. And she'll get the ball out here to Kirby. Kirby. Hands off to Snell in the lane. Bounce pass on the baseline. Jumper here by Miller from 12 feet. No good. Rebound going to be tipped, and it's going to be out of bounds uh, off of Overton. Anderson fighting hard for it. Couldn't get the shot. To, couldn't get the rebound to 
fall into her hand. She tipped it around and kept the ball very much alive. And now Snell will inbound on the baseline. Snell tosses in, and we'll give it here to Paige Kirby. Kirby will jump stop outside the three-point arc, and she'll get it off here for Miller. Miller finds a little drive, a little space, but she's fouled on the way to the basket. That'll be before the shot. She got the shot to fall, but it was well before the shot that she was fouled. And the foul is going to be on Grope. That'll be her first. And so Axtell on the baseline tosses in. And uh, they find a little seam and an easy bucket. As they get the ball inside for Melima. And Melima, with a good inbounds play, makes it an 8-1 to game. And Axtell is pressuring the basketball. And a timeout being taken here by Coach Art. Good double team on the ball here by Axtell. So a timeout being taken by the Eagles with 5.42 to go. Quarter number one, they trail at 8-1. to one. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Line National Bank. Back to the Vero Center right after this. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. Back here to the Vero Event Center and the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Pressure still being put on Grote. Grote being double teamed is able to get it to Anderson. Ten second count going on. She throws it up ahead to Wallace and across the uh, dividing line between one court and the other comes Overton. So they break the ten second line. Grote with a little penetration. Kicks right side for Wallace. Wallace behind the arc. Now they'll work it back around the perimeter. They get it out here for Anderson. Anderson's picked up uh, defensively by Miller. And now they give it to Grote. Grote it's going to step up, fire a three, back the iron, no good. And Melima is going to pull down the defensive rebound. So up ahead here on the run is uh, Miller. She'll kick left corner here for Kirby. Kirby's going to fire a three. That's going to be no good. Rebounded by Miller. Miller on the baseline is going to be fouled. She dribbled out, went back to on the attack toward the baseline, and she was going to be fouled there by Eby. So Melma gets the inbounds. Melma's going to drive, get a little floater up and in, and she's fouled. Second inbounds play where they got it to Sophie Melma. She got the bucket this time. She got not only the hoop, but the heart. Checking in here for Axdell is going to be Amy Nickel. The uh, foul on Sydney Enix is going to be her first, and Melma to the free throw line. And we'll hit the free throw for the and one. So now a 10-point lead here for Axtell, 11-1. And they have forced another turnover. Pressure put on the ball, and Victoria Anderson can't make the connection with Enix over there. And that'll be a Overton turnover. So already a great start for Axtell. They can add on to it here with 4.40 to go in quarter number one. They have the 11-1 lead. And top of the circle here is Fischl. Fischl, they entered inside for Melma. Melma posts up, takes off glass, no good. Bounces around. Rebound going to be pulled out of there by Enix. So Enix pulls down the uh, the bound. And driving here underneath, a little flip for Groat. Groat shot won't fall. And then we got a foul after Axtell pulls down the rebound. 
Melma got the rebound, and now for Overton, checking in here is going to be Ashley Carlson. Eleven-one, Axtell with a ten-point lead, and they'll face some full-court pressure here for Overton. Coach R. Open. Do kind of fall back. They don't. They're not really attacking with it. So top of the circle with it is Nickel. She'll kick left side for Miller. Miller pass going to be deflected, but Mel waiting in the lane. She gets it and kicks it back out, and it's going to go out of bounds. Great hustle there by Reagan Miller trying to save it, but couldn't get there in time. She ran out of real estate, and the basketball belongs here to Overton. Now the Eagles need to find they need to prime the pump here a little bit. They have not scored a field goal in the first four minutes of action. They're down 11 to one. And they're facing good pressure as Wallace brings it across. Gives it uh, top of the circle here for Carlson. Carlson gets it down low. Strong, strong drive. And I mean, by Sidney Enix. And Enix muscles that one up and in. A lot of contact down low. They didn't call any fouls. But Enix was able to muscle it in. First field goal of the game here for Overton. Now a drive in the lane. And we're going to have a blocking foul whistled on Overton. Emmy Nickel being aggressive. Going through the lane. And she was trying to put up the shot, so she will shoot two here. And the foul will be on Anderson, and the free throw is good. That's Victoria Anderson's first foul. And uh, the free throw was good. Second free throw. No good here for Emmy Nickel, but Nickel is able to pull down the offensive rebound, and they kick it out in a three-pointer. Good! Caitlin Callen drains the three-pointer, and XL now with a 15-3 lead, and we're going to have a little hand-check foul whistled on the purple. Callen going to be called for the foul here. That'll be her first foul of the game. So great hustle there by Nickel. Missed the free throw, able to kick it out for Callen, and then Callen hit the three-pointer. So kind of four points on that possession. On the uh, bounce there is Victoria Anderson. Around the perimeter we go. Carlson has it. Kicks off right side. Now top of the circle, there's Evie. Evie skicks out there for Carlson. Carlson has the ball knocked down and then stolen out of there by Miller. Miller with the uh, steal. And uh, they're going to let traffic clear, and Miller's going to bring it up. She's the last one across the timeline. Gives it to Melema. Back out to Miller on that right side. We'll now hand off for Callen. Callen on the baseline. Has some space. She's going to pull up for the jumper. Back of the iron, no good. And rebound taken out by Anderson. So Anderson with the bound. Long pass up ahead here for Evie. And Evie has a shot blocked, but there's going to be a foul. Well, again, I think the, the, the initial block was clean, but brought the ball the, the hand all the way down and then got some skin. That's what's going to cost Sophie Melema a foul here. If she would have stayed up high where the block was actually made, she would have been fine. EB hits the free throw. And it's now 15 to 4. So it's Wallace, Enix, Grote, Anderson, and EB out there for Overton, second free throw is uh, also good here for Evie. And we'll check the lineup here for Axtell in a moment. On the bounce was Ashley Snell. She gives it to Callen, who then gives it to Fischl. 
They're looking inside for Melama. Melama's got it. And Melama's going to kick it out. The uh, other cat out there is Harper Wells. And the loose ball is saved, but in the hands of Callen. Callen puts up a shot. A couple of bodies on the ground. In fact, there's three of them down there as they put up the shot. And then a couple of Overton players are being helped up by a couple of Axtell players. The ball is going to go out of bounds off of the miss. A lot of carnage down there. A lot of contact, but no fouls called. And Ashley Snell will inbound it. Kids just falling down. I don't think there was any fouls there. Ball inbounded and making the steal on the inbounds. Here is Groat. Groat with a great read there on that inbounds, and she's dribbling up ahead. And Ashley Snell tries to knock it away from her from behind, and she gets the arm. That'll be a foul. That'll be her second. Now four is a team against Axtell, and I think she'll come out of the game. Yes, she will. Reagan Miller checking in. Ashley Snell will come out for Axtell. Wallace on the bounce here. Looking at a little zone defense by Axtell. And they'll throw it right side here for Grote. Grote gets it in the lane here for Enix. Enix driving through there is fouled. Putting up the shot. It uh, can't get it over the rim to fall. But a little push here on the body. They're going to say it's before the shot. So they're going to inbound on the baseline here. And now the foul is going to be on Melima. That's going to be her second. So Sophie Melema has picked up her second foul. Ashley Snell also has two fouls. There's four of the five team fouls on Axtell against a couple of starters. Six have been whistled against Overton. Ball's inbounded here for Sydney Enix, who penetrates, kicks out for Anderson. Back out on the right side for Grote. Grote's going to kick it out there for Wallace. Wallace will shoot the three. No good. And the rebound pulled down by Enix. And a nice little drive as she passes out. And the bucket's going to be good here for Eby. So Eby... Gets the bucket as Sydney Enix with a great offensive rebound. So on the bounce here is going to be Cowan. She'll give it left side for Miller. Miller will dribble all the way up top of the circle. Give it to Cowan. Minute 14 to go here in the first quarter. 15 to 7. Axtell with the lead. They have led throughout. And a dangerous pass nearly stolen by Enix, but... Is picked up here by Paige Kirby. Kirby's on the drive, and Kirby's going to be fouled. She's on her way to the line. That'll be two shots. She was driving, trying to go up with it, as Enix is called for her second foul of the game. And the free throw will fall here for Paige Kirby. So Kirby makes the first to two. Kirby's second free throw hangs on the rim forever, and that one will fall as well. So a 10-point lead here, a minute to go. In quarter number one, we're going to have another reach here on Axtell. These officials have been very consistent with that reach call. And both teams have gotten themselves in a little bit of uh, foul trouble. We're From here on out, both teams are going to be in the bonus the rest of the half. That'll be a... Uh, That was a foul on Snell. Jumper left side. Going to be up no good. And rebounded by Axtell. And the pressure being put on the ball as Ekhoff got the rebound. But then they lost possession of it. So that will be an Axtell turnover. Overton driving the baseline. And an extra step here 
that is going to cost Gracie Grote the basketball. That'll be a turnover. So plenty of time for Axtell as they inbound here. They've got 30 seconds as they inbound the ball here for Reagan Miller. They'll picked up defensively by Eby. Across the timeline, she's in the center jump circle with the dribble at the moment. And she'll get the ball here on the left side. Bouncing it in there is going to be Ekhoff. Ekhoff loses the ball. Coming up with it here is going to be Anderson. Anderson, eight seconds, dribbles into a lot of traffic. Loses the ball, goes down, rolls it out here to Carlson. Left side, and we've got a foul. They put up the shot on that left wing, and that is not a good foul. And so Grote will go to the line and shoot three. And that'll be on Fischl. That's her first. And with 1.9, Grote firing three free throws here, and she misses the first. Grote's second free throw, also back of the iron and no good. She is a 62% free throw shooter. And she makes that one. She hit the front of the rim and rolled it in. 1.9 for Axtell. They inbounded here for Miller, and Miller can't even get the shot off. So one quarter's in the books. Axtell with a nine-point lead. They lead it 17-8 to eight as we head to the second quarter. Right after this timeout. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They're now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. If you're a grower looking for big yield, start with Pioneer brand Y Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer. Science with service, delivering success. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. And uh, the possession arrow is uh, pointing to Overton. Our possession arrow brought to you by the special people at Acera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Carney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities beyond. Call Acera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. They put the ball right side for Wallace, who kicks top of the circle for Grote. Grote, nice drive. Gets it back out to Wallace. Now top of the circle over for Eby. And they'll get it up on that left wing. The three-pointer is going to be a little bit too strong. And Wallace can't save it. So the uh, three-pointer for Overton. Off the mark. And I believe so far they are 0 for 3 from behind the arc. Yes, they are. With the dribble here is Reagan Miller. Miller on that left side, hands it off in the lane. Paige Kirby's got it. Lost the ball momentarily, kicks it out. Quick jumper on that right side for Axtell. No good. And coming up with a rebound is going to be Anderson. Anderson throws it up ahead here for Grote. Back out to Anderson. And then it's going to be picked away. Axtell forces the turnover. And they're across the timeline. Miller has it, working against the pressure of Evie. 
and has a little separation, so she pulls up a 12-foot open jumper that's no good. And another rebound taken out here by Groat. So Groat with the bound. And they're going to set up a half-court offense here. EB has it, and will hand off to Groat. 2-3 zone for Axtell at the moment with 6.50 to go here before halftime. At halftime, we'll talk with Mike Ford, Elm Creek head coach, as uh, the Buffaloes advance to the conference finals, awaiting the winner of this game. A little entry, kick out here for Eby, and Eby's going to hit the three. Nice job there by Grote to kick it out to Eby, who strokes in the three-pointer. They got it in the lane, and they moved the ball around very nicely there. So here's Kirby, kicking right wing for Miller. Miller, working against the pressure of Eby, finds a little space, pulls up for the jumper, and it's good. And we've got a whistle and a walk. So Axdell right now a 19 to 11 lead. And Callen checking in during the stoppage. She's got the basketball left side. They kick it off right side for Miller. Miller, nice entry pass inside for Melma. Melma posts up strong. And so Wallace facing the pressure, gives it to Anderson. They throw it up ahead here for Groat. Groat running past everybody, but it happened to be an unforced error and turnover here by Overton. After one quarter over on Classic, it's 98-9 in the boys' Lou Platt. Semifinals, Carney Catholic leading Donovan Trumbull 20-14. to 14. So on the bounce here is going to be Reagan Miller. Miller gives it right side for Snell. Driving through is Callen, who will kick here right side for Emmy Nickel. Nickel, long deuce, no good. And rebound taken out by Enix. Enix pass up ahead. I was open. I was open. They got it right out over here. I was open. But I did not make the catch. I was open, but I didn't make the catch at all. 5.26 to go here before halftime. 21 to 11. So Reagan Miller will kick it up ahead here for Melama. Melama drives the baseline, has her shot blocked, but they're going to call a foul. Sydney Enix with a lot of uh, basketball there, but got a little bit of the body. So they call the block, and Melama will shoot a couple of free throws here. And she can't get the first one to go. The foul, by the way, on Sydney Enix is going to be her third. So she's going to step out of the game, and Melama can't get either free throw to go. She misses both of them. And the score remains 21-11. to 11. Left side, long two-pointer going to be no good, and rebounded by Callen. So Callen with the... Defensive rebound after Overton can't hit the three-pointer in the corner. And the pass up ahead, driving the baseline is going to be nickel. Nickel shot no good. Malama with the rebound. She takes a fall and coming out with a rebound is going to be Wallace. Wallace with the defensive rebound after Axtell couldn't get the, uh, couldn't get the put back. And they'll get the ball back out here for Desiree Anderson. Anderson. Gives it off here on the left side. Dribbling for Overton is going to be Victoria Anderson. 
Good pressure on that ball over there by Callen. And Callen comes away with the strip. So Overton turns it over. They slow down Callen. So she's the last one across the timeline with the basketball. Giving it to Sophie Melma, who's directing traffic. And she wants to hand it off here to Paige Kirby, who gives it to Callen. So they're going to weave here a little bit. Miller has it. And they're going to set up something as we're midway through the third quarter here. It's going to be through the second quarter. It's 21 to 11. And Axtell with the lead. Backdoor cut. Pass inside for Melma. Who gets the bucket and foul? They were very patient, had that timing down perfectly. Melma came through, rolling across that lane, was able to bank it in, and, and she'll have the opportunity here after the foul is uh, called on Ashley Carlson, which is going to be her first. And Melma won here. Trying to add to the largest lead of the game here for Axdell so far, and cannot. The free throw is no good, and Overton pulls down the bound. Victoria Anderson with the defensive rebound. Gets it down here for Grote. Over for Wallace. Up ahead here for EB, top of the circle. Bounce pass on the right side for Anderson. Anderson in trouble. Shut off by uh, Melima, and the pass is going to be deflected in the backcourt by Miller. But she couldn't quite get there as Grote picked it up in the backcourt. And now another dangerous pass. This time I was ready for the ball coming. Right here at midcourt on the far side. Basketball belongs here to Overton. Is Axtell just an eyelash away from making a cup? Grote has it. And Grote will get it out right side here for Evie. Back to Grote. Well, 1-3-1 one, one zone it looks like here for Axtell. And on the left side, Wallace helps work it back around the perimeter. They enter it to the lane, kick out for Wallace. Wallace is driving, and before the shot, the official waved it off. Before the shot, there's a foul, but it'll still be a trip to the free throw line here for Overton, as it'll be the bonus. Wallace will toe the line here after the foul is whistled on Callen. That's going to be her second. So Wallace with the one and one, and the front end is a little bit short. And rebound taken out by Axtell. She'll throw it up ahead right side for Reagan Miller, who gives it to Callen. Now right wing, Kirby on the baseline has it. Gives it for Callen. Callen uses a little screen, dribbles around with it. And uh, we got a timeout being taken by Coach Cooksley. Timeout being taken by Axtell with 2.54 to go here. Here before halftime, they lead it 23-11. to 11. It's timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back to the Bureau Center right after this. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. And back here to the Nebraska National Bank broadcast booth. Timeout being taken here by uh, Axtell. Both teams have burned a timeout here in the first half. Ball inbounded for Paige Kirby. Kirby is able to drive all the way through and take it with that left hand up and in. That's a tough shot there for Paige Kirby who now has six in the game. On the bounce here is going to be Grote. Grote drives all the way in, missed the shot, gets her own rebound, 
And she'll make the putback. So nice work there by Grote. As the lead is still a dozen. A 14-point lead a moment ago. Largest of the lead for Axtell. And the ball being knocked, but uh, Paige Kirby is able to track it down near midcourt. Giving it to Miller. Miller working against the pressure here of uh, Eby. We'll kick it off on the right side, a little penetration, and I think we've got a foul on the body here for Overton. And I believe that's going to be now 10 fouls as a team, so I think we got two. No, that's nine. So it'll still be a one-and-one one here for Emmy Nickel. Nickel with the one-and-one. One. After the foul on Ashley Carlson is her second. Nope, they say that is 10. So Emmy shooting two, missed the first one. Her second one is on the way, and that one is short. And the ball is off of Overton. They couldn't reel it in. So it's going to be Axtell basketball, and they line up everybody at midcourt, except for the uh, inbounder, which is Emmy Nickel. And she'll lob it, top of the circle here for Kirby. Kirby picked up there by Grote, drives in the lane, loses the dribble, and that'll be a turnover. Pass up ahead, Overton on the run, Anderson has it, it's going to put up a contested layup over the top of Axdell, and Reagan Miller will pull down the defensive rebound after the Overton miss there. Miller kicks it off on the right side, driving on that wing is going to be Kelly Trampy. Trampy shots no good. And coming out with it is going to be Anderson. Anderson flips it up ahead on the drive is Grote, and Grote will lay it up and in. So nice job there by Grote. And the lead is down to 10. Four straight points here after we had the largest lead of the game. Four Adam has put four on the board since then. Got the lead back down to 10. Top of the circle, that's Reagan Miller. And Miller will get it out here for Trampy. Back out for Miller. Miller gives it off on the right wing. Right back out to Miller. Minute to go here in quarter number two. Trampy has it. Gives it left side. Driving is Emmy Nickel. And uh, then the kick out. Three-pointer going to be no good on that right side. And Overton comes up with the rebound. Dribbling out with it is going to be Anderson. Anderson will give it off on the right side. A three-pointer here for Grote that's going to be no good. And rebounded by Miller. Miller's going to let traffic clear. And we'll kick here on the left side for Paige Kirby. Kirby is going to fire a three. That's going to be no good. Anderson with the rebound. Long pass up ahead here for Wallace. 30 seconds to go. Wallace can't really do much with it, so she'll kick it out. Fischel was there defensively. And now another three-pointer here for uh, Overton that's no good. Rebounded again by Miller. 17 to go. Pass up ahead. Spinning. Here is Trampy. Trampy tries to throw it down low. It's going to be a loose ball. And it's going to be tied up. Axtell has the arrow. So they'll inbound on their baseline here with 11.8 to go. Been a little haphazard here in the last couple of offensive series for both teams. Melima checks back into the ball game. They had some success getting her the ball inside on these inbounds plays. We'll see what they have in mind here. As Snell will inbound it. They line up in that box formation. And they do give it to Melima. Melima in the lane. Jumper good. Sophie Melima. Caught the ball up high and kept the ball up high. Three seconds left on the dribble. Here is Wallace. Wallace, top of the key. Three, good at the buzzer. 
She was top of the key, but she was a ways back from it, and it was more of a line drive shot than anything. But J.C. Wallace beats the buzzer and makes it a nine-point game as we head to the locker room. It's Axtell 27, Overton 18. Here at the Vero Event Center in the conference semifinals of the Fort Carney Conference. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have our uh, Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up right after this. People you know. Community people. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. At Hastings College, there are only 12 students to each professor. We don't have 300-seat lecture halls, so you get to be you, not a number. Hastings College is a great place. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. And welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. We're at halftime here, 27 to 18. The advantage falls here to Axtell. Let's check our halftime numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for Overton. They're being led by Jaden Eby, who has seven points here in the first half. Gracie Grote has five points, a couple of rebounds. J.C. Wallace with three points and a rebound. Sydney Enix has three points and three rebounds here in the game. Unofficially, six of 14 shooting here in the first half for Overton, so they're shooting right at 43%. They are good inside the arc. They're uh, four of eight from two-point range and two of six from behind the arc, shooting 33% there. And from the free-throw line, they're four out of eight. They do have 12 rebounds here in the first half, and uh, unofficially, have turned the ball over uh, seven times here in the game. Uh, meanwhile, for Axtell, who, as we mentioned, has that nine-point lead. They're being led by Sophie Melema, who has 13 points, three rebounds. She's been a pretty good force on the inside. Paige Kirby has six points and a rebound. One rebound. Reagan Miller with two points, three rebounds. Camille Fisher with a couple of points and a rebound. And Emmy Nickel with one point and one rebound here in the game. Game. Axtell so far 10 of 23, shooting 43.5%. They're one of four from three point range, at six of 12 from the free throw line. They've been a little bit more aggressive. They've got themselves to the 
line. Paige Kirby has been their best weapon at the line. She's a perfect four for four from the line uh, so far here in the ball game. And Axdell does have the lead here at intermission by a score of 27 to 18. And uh, the winner of this game will be taking on Elm Creek for the conference championship Saturday at six. Uh, and, uh, of course, we'll have that game for you, as well as the boys' championship game at 8. We'll have the girls' consolation game starting at 2 o'clock here at the Vero Event Center on Saturday, right here on the ESPN Superstation. Pleasanton will take on the loser of this game at 2 o'clock, and then we'll have the boys' consolation game uh, immediately after that. So the schedule tomorrow, there'll be Sumner, Eddieville, Miller taking on Wilcox Hildreth tomorrow at 6 o'clock. That'll be followed by Elm Creek and Amherst at around 7.45. Then, of course, we'll have the girls' consolation, boys' consolation, and then the uh, two championship games, starting with the girls' game and then the boys' game uh, at uh, 8 o'clock. So 2, 4, 6, and 8 are the game times for you on Saturday. Once again, here at halftime, Axdell with a 27-18 to uh, 18 lead here at intermission. And over on Classic Hits 98-9, it is halftime where Carney Catholic leads Donovan Trumbull 37-24 to at the break. And we just kind of want to remind you that you can listen to all of our games on the Internet. And that streaming of high school games on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance in Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Take a quick break. We'll talk with Coach Ford from Elm Creek right after this timeout. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. The First Bank and Trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. And welcome back here to the Vero Event Center. We're at halftime, 27-18. to 18. Axtell has the lead. If they hold on here, they will be taking on Elm Creek for the conference championship. Kind enough to join us to talk about it. Mike Ford, head basketball coach at uh, Elm Creek. Yeah, a seven-point win. People are going to look at this in the paper tomorrow, and they're going to say, well, you had it easy. You didn't have no. it easy tonight. No, they uh, Pleasant came out and, and, and played a great game, shot really well in the first half. Uh, we we kind of made stuff ugly uh, in the first. Well, kind of made stuff ugly all, all game long, but uh, did enough stuff uh, to get the get, get the win. And uh, one of those guys that just always gives you a, a lot of energy. I just always impress my watchers. Claire Cornell. Yeah. I mean, she makes she makes the play that seals it at the end of the game. Yeah. But I mean, it just just seemed like she really gave you a lot of sparks, especially in the second half. She she doesn't stop. I mean, she just doesn't stop whether it's on the offensive end or, or trying to find defensive rebounds or, or trying to get a tip. She's a kid that, that never gives you less than 100%, and sometimes to a detriment. Uh, but she uh, she's always a spark for us. But uh, I, I think the, the hero tonight was Taylor Gettert finding, finding a bucket. She's not a huge score for us, but she's been an extremely consistent uh, player for us in and out of the lineup with Asia Ray to being hurt. Um, and, and now has found a, a permanent spot starting uh, with Asia having surgery. But uh, uh, she did an absolutely great job. Yeah, and it, it, 
you know, finished with seven points, and that's a good contribution for her. And uh, in the first half, Mackenzie Dayo did a great job. She was kind of that offensive spark that you had in the first half, and then you were able to have Claire in the second half. No, it's there. There's a bunch of different weapons that that we have, and and there's they just kind of take their turn. So, uh, trusting the offensive stuff that we're trying to get done, uh, in, in passing that ball and sharing it. Um, you don't know who's going to be your high point, but uh, the, the goal for everybody is to get the win at the end of the night. You know, in that first quarter, you, you end up falling down by, I think, seven at one point. Uh, but you guys never seem panicked out there. No, it's it's one of those things where uh, we have a, a lot of confidence in our defense. We know that we're, we're going to get guys uh, to, to throw some passes and get some tips and get some turnovers. So we're hoping that we're going to get some transition buckets. But, uh, um, you know, the, this team, they're, they're starting to uh, get a little bit of experience and they they're starting to learn that the game is not over until that buzzer sounds. And that kind of sounds cliche, but they, uh, um, we were in that bad spot down four or five points, 39, 44. And, and we took a timeout and we said, Hey, this is where we're either going to respond with positive action or we're going to be okay with what's happening. And, and, uh, we came and we came out and hit a couple shots and it just, it just takes a shot or two for, for, uh, to get those kids turned around and, and they just kept pressing and, and, you know, I don't know what we end up, finishing on a run but we finished on a pretty good run to to win by seven points you had a stretch i think you were down by uh by four and then you put a 9-0 run uh, early on in the fourth quarter uh to kind of open things up what what kind of spurred that what kind of yeah the fourth quarter you kind of owned the fourth quarter you know they 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 were they were doing some stuff with Allie and they're doing some stuff with claire so got other guys like maddie hallwell and and uh, uh taylor getter you're gonna have your opportunities and some good shots and they shoot just as many shots in practice as everybody else um just because they're not our high scorer every night and the box scorer doesn't mean that they can't make shots. So Taylor Getter hitting a deep two and then coming back and hitting a deep three or a three-point shot, uh, it's it's not uncommon for them to hit those shots in practice. They just they sometimes defer to Claire and Allie and, and Kenzie, and that just shows you what type of team player they are. All right, Mike, good luck to you. We'll uh, talk to you on Saturday. I appreciate it, Randy. Mike Ford, head basketball coach at Elm Creek. The uh, Buffaloes win at 54-47 over Pleasanton, and they advance into the conference championship game, and they'll take on either Axdell or Overton. We are uh, about to start the third quarter here. It will be Overton ball. Uh, they trail it here 27 to 18. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. So Overton has it. They're on the bounce here as Grote will bring it up. Kicks here left side. Open for the three is Eby. It's going to be off the mark. And Sophie Melima doesn't want any part of that ball as it was going out of bounds on that left side. She got away from it. And none of the uh, Eagles could grab it in time. So it belongs here to Axdell, who will face a little bit of pressure. But Reagan Miller will bring it across with uh, no problem. Both teams... Double-checking here, going with their starters, and we'll cover those for you here in just a moment. Sophie Melema has it. We'll kick it here left wing for Miller. Miller enters it down low and stepping through and taking an extra step. There is going to be Camille Fisher. For Axtell, it's Snell, Miller, Kirby, Fischel, and Melema. For Overton, it's Wallace, Enix, Grote, Anderson, and Eby. Starters for both teams out there. And again, Axtell will pressure the ball. Lob pass going to be tipped around, and Overton has just turned the ball over. Good work there by Fischel to tip it, and Preach Kirby comes up with it. Miller helps work it up ahead. They throw it down low. Good entry pass in for Fischel, and Fischel will take it up and in. Didn't really use the glass there, but was able to roll it over the side of the rim there. Right wing, here's Wallace. Wallace is penetrating, trying to split the difference, and knocking the ball out of bounds is Reagan Miller. So seven minutes to go here. 
just inside the first minute of the third quarter. And open on the inbounds is Eby, and Eby's going to fire a three. They left her alone and can't get the shot to go. Fischel will pull down the rebound after the miss, and they're on the run, and she'll drive all the way in, getting it up ahead for Paige Kirby, and Kirby gets the bucket. So good pass up ahead here for Kirby. Entry pass down low, a little hook shot for Enix. Can't get it to go. Fischel will pull down the rebound, and here comes Axtell. They're going to slow it down a little bit. The trail three here by Snell. Going to be off the mark and rebounded by Enix, who will now throw it up ahead here for Eby. So they're going to slow it down, reset the offense, just kind of catch our breath here a little bit. Enix open from 15 feet. She caught the ball at the high post, turn around, and hit the jumper. So Sydney Enix will hit the bucket. She's got five in the game. Eby leading the way here for Overton with seven. Melima has 13 for the Wildcats. Top of the circle, it's Fischl. Fischl gives it right wing here for Miller, who gives it to uh, Melima. And then the loose ball is picked up by Paige Kirby, and Kirby will make the putback. So good work there by Kirby. Melima kind of lost the ball. It hit the glass. We'll call that a shot. And now Eby will break the ball. Pressure drives up ahead, and she runs into a set defender. Melima stepped in front of Eby, and Eby's going to be called for the charge. Melima has a couple of fouls, so that took a little bit of courage to do that. So Eby called for the offensive foul. So Snell kicks it here, left wing for Paige Kirby. Kirby looking in. And off of the screen, dribbling off is going to be Snell, who hands back out for Kirby. There's playing catch on that left wing. Driving the baseline now is going to be Snell. Snell puts up a contested shot. Can't get it to go, but she gets her own rebound. And Ashley Snell will make the putback. Offensive rebound and bucket. So rebound's kind of becoming a bit of a story here. Groat's going to drive, try a... A little doopsy do layup, and she'll hit the shot. Kind of with a little flip there. That's a nice look there for Grote, who now has seven. So official will get the ball off here for Paige Kirby. Now back out the official top of the circle. Over for Miller. Miller pressured there by Evie, so she'll give a top of the circle here for Paige Kirby. And Grote will stay right with her. Again, Overton likes to go with this 1-3-1 zone. Driving here is Snell. Snell a little bit too strong, and the uh, rebound is going to be taken out by Enix. So Enix with the bound, and they're going to throw the ball. It ends up going over and back, and they just missed the target and trying to save it and just running out of real estate out there was uh, J.C. Wallace. So another turnover here on Overton. And a 13-point lead for Axtell. And that's going to be a moving screen on Axtell, so that'll be a turnover by the Wildcats. The foul, by the way, was on Fischl. That is going to be... Going to be uh, her second. Quick drive in underneath. Fischl is going to pull down the rebound after the miss. And we've got a 
Timeout being taken by uh, the official gave the wrong signal to begin with. I thought they were calling a timeout here for Nicole Arp, but they're going to tee up Coach Arp. I blew the whistle while Axdell was dribbling the ball, and I'm thinking to myself, how can it be a timeout? Well, it can't be. So Caitlin Callen will shoot the free throws here, and Callen will make the first one as well as the second. So a technical on Overton. Maybe that'll spur a little energy in him. Sometimes that will happen. So dribble on the right wing with the basketball here is going to be Emmy Nickel. Nickel will give it off right side for Callen, and Callen will hit a long, too. About as long as you can get. And Caitlin Callen with four quick points here. Entry pass by Wallace, trying to get it down low. Stepping through the pressure here is Enix, and Enix is going to be fouled. So nice entry pass inside for Enix, and Enix going up very, very strong with it immediately as the foul here is going to be on Melima. That's going to be her third. And the free throw a little bit short here for Sydney Enix. Enix a 68% free throw shooter. Checking in here for Axdell is going to be Paige Kirby. And the second free throw is good. 39-23, to go, third quarter. Axdell with the lead, and they're bringing up the rocks. Now we'll give it off here on the uh, right side. For Nickel, back out for Callen. Skip pass on that left side. Paige Kirby working against a little pressure, and I think we had a moving screen in there. And that will be another Axtell turnover. And a timeout being taken by Axtell. 3.12 to go, third quarter. 39-23, Wildcats with the lead and the timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back to the Bureau Event Center after this. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. And welcome back here, Overton, to inbound the uh, basketball after the timeout being taken by Axdell. Wallace facing some pressure by Callen. They tried to double-team her, and they do, and they knock the ball loose. Callen comes up with it. Callen with the drive off glass, too strong. Offensive rebound, shot up and good for, for Paige Kirby. So Kirby makes the putback after Overton turns the ball over, and she always has that reaction like, I'm surprised that happened. Well, she shouldn't be that surprised. She's having a nice game. So 
Kirby with 12 in the game so far. And uh, unforced error here for Overton. They took an extra step, had their their timing off a little bit off, and Overton will turn the ball over. Took a little walk with it. 2.41 to go here, third quarter. An 18-point lead now for Axtell. And Overton's going to have to find a way to dig deep to come back in this one. Desiree Anderson checking in the game a little bit ago. They get the ball to Kirby here in the lane. She's going to kick it out. Callen's going to shoot a three. Off the iron, no good. And Enix is going to pull down the rebound. Dribbling up ahead here on the run here is going to be Grote. And Grote with a good, strong drive. So Gracie comes up with the bucket. She's got nine in the game. And it's now 41-25. You don't get all the 18 points back at one time. You just kind of chip away at it. Callen on the left side gives it now top of the circle here for Camille Fisher. Two minutes to go here in the third quarter. On the right wing, Snell's got it. And she'll give it off for Callen. Callen's going to drive. Float in the lane, bank it off the glass. Good. Caitlin Callen just kind of was dribbling, and the C kind of parted for her, and she just kind of floated through the lane. Pass in the lane here. Sydney Enix had the ball go through her hands. She's able to track it down. She runs into the defender, and that's going to be a charge. Again, stepping in front is going to be Sophie Melima. So Sydney Enix called for that offensive foul again, and that's the second charge that's been collected by Melima. Now again, Melima with uh, a little bit of foul issues here. She has three now showing some courage, stepping in front and taking those charges. So Callen will inbound and there'll be a little token pressure being put on here by Eby. On the dribble is going to be Miller across the timeline who gives it to Melima. Melima's going to dribble, going to spin into the lane and she'll float and score. Sophie Melema having a nice game. She's got 15 in the game. Little penetration, kick out. Around the perimeter we go. They get it down on the baseline. Driving here is going to be Wallace, and Wallace going to be fouled on her way up. So that'll be two free throws coming up. Now that's going to be on Sophie Melema, so that's going to be four on her. And we're going to have a substitute coming in here for Axtell in a moment. I'm sure that's going to be for Melima. The free throw here for Wallace is no good. And Melima will come out of the game. Checking back in is going to be Snell. So Wallace, after missing the first, this time cannot connect on the second either. And the rebound will be taken out by Snell. Snell still has the dribble. Kicks left side for Callen. She's going to set a screen for her. Callen on the dribble. Hands off here for Kirby. And a timeout being taken by Axtell. Minute one to go here in the third quarter. They lead it 45-25 to 25 with a minute one to go. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back to the Vero Event Center after this. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They're now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 
If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer. Science with service, delivering success. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. So Axtell will inbound. It's Kirby, and what a, they set that up perfectly. They set a screen. Camille Fisher made the catch on the low block and had an easy layup. And then they... Commit the foul. A little reach here called on Axtell. But Coach Cooksley drew up there, worked perfectly. The foul is going to be on Snell. That's going to be her third. So fouls are a little bit of an issue, but a 22-point lead, make that a 19-point lead. So good hit there by Wallace as Wallace hit the three. And now driving is Callen. Callen, a little floater in the lane, up and good. Caitlin Callen having a solid effort here. She's got 11 off the bench. Dribble on the right side. With it is Grote. Grote will kick out here for uh, the left side. Anderson shot going to be no good. And they're adjusting here. On the baseline, Overton inbound with 12.2 to go. And what in the ball is Wallace. Wallace on that three-point arc. Dribbles up on the baseline. Jumper going to be no good. Axdell pulls down the rebound. That's that's uh, Caitlin coming up with it. Callen will kick it off here right side. Three-pointer at the buzzer by Miller is no good. Good luck there, but they couldn't get the shot to fall. And so we've got three quarters in the books. And uh, so far at 28 the 49 lead, a 21-point lead here for Axtell. We'll be back to the Vero Event Center right after this. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. And welcome back here to the Vero Events Center. Overton trailing here 49-28, to 28, and they're going to have to heat things up from the outside to get back into this game. If you do that, then you maybe can start penetrating a little bit, uh, and uh, they just need to score points by the bucketful and do that by setting things up with the defense. So a lot of things need to go Overton's way here in the fourth quarter. Our Seeds of Success are brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information and get the most out of every acre? That's easy. Pioneer.com and mobile. Pioneer.com and their smartphone. The great seeds of success for a better yield start with Pioneer. Axtell with the basketball to start the fourth quarter. They also have that 
seven-point lead. It's 49-28, and uh, top of the circle, they give it to Callen. She starts uh, Caitlin Callen. We'll give it off here on the left wing. Penetration in the lane by Kirby. Kirby lost the basketball. That'll be a turnover, but Callen then will intercept the outlet pass and get it right back. She'll drive, float, shot will not fall, and the rebound is going to be taken out by Eby. So Eby with the rebound, and they'll throw it up ahead here for Grote. Grote then gets the ball back, shoots the three-pointer. It's off the mark, and the ball is off of the Wildcats and out of bounds. Braxtell, Snell checking back into the game. So Sydney Enix. She'll come in here for Anderson. And slapping the ball is going to be Grote. Enix is open, and they get it to her, and she'll shoot the three. No good. And Callen will pull down the rebound. Long pass up ahead, and the run. The little runner in the lane for Fischl, no good. Rebound is outletted here for Grote. Grote's going to drive. Grote's going to lay it off the glass. That's going to be no good. Snell has it stolen away from her by Grote, and Grote will get the put back. So Grote will eventually come up with the uh, ball, and now a three-pointer here for Axtell. No good for Callen. Rebounded by Enix. Enix long outlet pass, and the layup on the right side going to be good here for Grote. For Overton, they need to kind of go quickly here and attack very quickly, and they've done a nice job of that, but they still trail it 49-32. to Callen has it, and we'll kick it here top of the circle for Miller. And Braxtell, I don't want to say you want to take the air out of the ball, but you want to be patient here and take a little time off the clock. They skip it out for Miller, and Miller... Had problems with the catch, and by the time she secured it, she took an extra step, and that will be an Axtell turnover. And the Wildcats call a timeout. 6.24 to go here in the fourth quarter. It's 49. The lead belongs to Axtell, but the ball will belong to Overton. We come back right after this. Looking to protect your seed investment and grow your ROI? At Aurora Cooperative, we have been searching for the right combination of products that do just that. Through Aurora Acre Grow Programs, we have selected three sets of unique product combinations to help protect your seed investment while growing your overall profitability. To learn more about each program and see which one is the right fit for you and your acres, be sure to contact your Aurora Cooperative sales agronomist about this exciting new opportunity. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your farm, your cooperative, and your future. And welcome back here as uh, the Vero Event Center playing host to this tournament, the uh, Fort Carney Conference Tournament, a special venue, I would say. This is a nice place to see high school basketball and our special venue brought to you by the special people at Acera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Carney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Acera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at, at the right time. Overton, only eight points in the year after getting a little bit of offense going. It's going to end up being a hell ball. The possession arrow is pointing to Overton, so they will not turn the ball over. They bounced it, and there was nobody there on the inbounds. So hopefully they'll have a little bit more success here as Victoria Anderson will toss it in, gets it to Gracie Grote. Grote working against Miller, brings it across the timeline, stops, and will kick it off here on the left side, giving it to Wallace in the lane. Enix will kick it out, giving it to Grote. Grote for three, no good. And rebound taken out by Snell. Snell with the bound off of the missed three. 
And uh, quickly, here comes Axtell on the run. A little floater on that left side. It's up and good for Emmy Nickel. Nickel didn't really elevate on that little runner in the lane. And I'm kind of surprised it wasn't blocked by somebody, but she was able to rattle it in. Here comes Neenix on the baseline, a little bit too strong with her layup. And the rebound taken out by Axtell, but they're pinning Paige Kirby after she got the rebound. And I think they're... I think you're just going to say that the uh, ball was knocked out of bounds, yeah, by Overton. So no foul. I thought maybe with the whistle they were calling a foul, but it's going to be Axtell basketball here, and they'll get the ball in for Kirby. Kirby working against the pressure of Anderson. Anderson makes the steal and then makes the layup. Victoria Anderson is able to slap the pass down. And now on the run here is Miller. Miller, a little floater in the lane, has her shot blocked. Coming up with it was Enix after the block. So Enix on the drive. Takes it all the way down. She'll spin. She'll take it off the glass. No good. And Miller will come up with the rebound. So on the uh, dribble here is going to be Ashley Snell. Snell will kick it left side for Miller. She's open for three. Shot will not go. And Kinsey, Sydney Enix will pull down the defensive rebound. And we've got a timeout being taken here by Overton. Overton trailing at 51-34 with about five minutes to go. Just a shift. National Bank. We'll come back to the Bureau Event Center right after this. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. Feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th. Be there. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Overton trailing at 51-34. They bring it in the offensive end, and they'll work it off on the right side here for Eby. And a quick jumper is up and good for Sydney Enix. Quick pass inside for Enix. And now here comes Axtell. A little run here in the lane for Snell. Floater, no good. Enix pulls down the rebound. And they're going to be on the run, driving, flipping. It will not fall on that right side for Grote. And coming out with it is Axtell. Here's Callen. Callen shut off the left side by Anderson. Facing some pressure. Tries to throw it off the leg. Can't as it's going to come into the hands of Overton. On the dribble here is Wallace after the turnover. Up ahead here, they give it to Sidney Enix. Enix shot going to be no good. And a foul is going to be whistled on Wallace, being very aggressive, trying to come up with the ball. But that's exactly what you got to do. So for Wallace, that is going to be her third. So she has three. That's now four as a team on Overton here in the second half. And they'll go full court pressure. 
Axtell will inbound it for Kaylee Trampy. The freshman brings it up across the timeline, and she'll kick here left side for Fischel. A lot of confidence in the uh, freshman there to face all that pressure and have her bring it up. She looked good doing it. Trampy will flip it back out here for Reagan Miller. Miller is picked up man-to-man here by Eby, and they'll give it off here on the right wing for Fischel. Fischel not really being pressured here by Sydney Enix. Uh, she'll dribble a little bit and kick it out. Axtell, I think, being patient offensively by design. Trampy will kick the ball out here left side for Reagan Miller. They lead it by 15, and uh, they take an extra step, and Axtell turns it over. You don't want that. Ends the possession for one. And for two, you'd like to at least get a shot off. You're still looking to score here. You can't shut off the scoring. But you do want to be patient. Pass up ahead, caught by Enix. Enix going to drive, runs into the defender. No call there. And Sid Enix is going to take it off the glass and in. Might have been too far under the glass to really consider that a charge. So Reagan Miller has it inbounded. She splits the defense. She's on the drive. They don't shut her off. She's going to take it all the way off glass, and she scores. Reagan Miller, nobody stepped in front of her, so she just dribbled past everybody and lays it up and in at the three-minute mark. That makes it now 53-38. Pass in the lane here for Sydney Enix, and Enix kind of got a little jump start there. She's going to end up taking an extra step. That'll be a turnover. Can't afford to have that if you're Overton. You need to score just about every possession from here on out. Still time if you do, but that's not uh, easy to get accomplished. Paige Kirby will get it out here for Snell. Snell's picked up man-to-man here by Wallace, and they'll get it off here left side for Kirby. Kirby, bounce pass for Camille Fischel. Fischel's picked up by Grote. Entry pass down low for Melima. Melima shot too strong, and it's going to be saved by Anderson into the hands of Eby. So we'll give Eby... Credit for the defensive rebound after the miss, and they'll pass it up ahead and not running everybody and getting a tough layup there at Sydney Enix. Defense came in underneath, and she ended up having to contort the body to take that one off the glass. Bellama, with 2.10 to go, is going to be picked up here by Enix, and she'll give it to Snell near midcourt and set a screen for her as Snell dribbles off and gives it to Miller. Miller on the weave will give it back out for Melma. Melma picked up here by Enix. Melma is able to handle the dribble just fine and flip it out here for Miller. Miller trying to throw it down low. They miss one target, but Paige Kirby picks it up, and then Kirby's going to be ridden just a little bit. They're going to call a push there. And Axtell fortunate they didn't turn the ball over there because they actually were trying to pass to one player, and Kirby, right place, right time, was able to come up with it. The foul, by the way, on Anderson was her second. Drive, and then the kick out for Melima. Melima is going to be picked up by Enix, and then Enix is going to be fouled, uh, is going to commit the foul. And for Sydney Enix, that is foul number five. The day is done here for, for Sydney Enix. So she's going to obviously have to come out of the game. And checking in is going to be Desiree Anderson. So the lob here for Paige Kirby on the inbounds, and she'll give it to Miller. Minute 35 to go, left side Kirby. Again, Axtell just milking the clock here. They give it left side for Fischel. Smart basketball with no shot clock. Dribbling here is Miller, and Miller gives it on the left wing. Snell, nice jump stop, hands off for Miller, and then Miller's going to be fouled. And I think that's going to be team foul number seven, so we'll step to the free throw line for the front end of a one-and-one. 
So final score, Carney Catholic 68, Donovan Trumbull 48. So the Stars will play for the Luplak Conference Final. Free throw is going to be well short here for Miller. As she misses the front end of the one-and-one. And there's going to be a charge in underneath. Sophie Melema collects another charge. That's the third time she stepped in front of somebody. And this time, J.C. Wallace is going to be called for the charge. That'll be her fourth foul. 13-point lead with a minute 13 to go. Miller across the timeline gives it to Kirby. Kirby kicks out here for Ashley Snell. Snell for Callen. Callen's going to drive top of the key, kick right side for Miller. She's going to back up, work around the perimeter. Working here is going to be Callen, and then Callen is going to be fouled, and they're going to call an intentional foul on J.C. Wallace. And that's going to be... Two free throws. And obviously, Wallace is fouled out of the game. Now move everybody off the line. So Ashley Carlson is going to check in, and Callen will go to the line for a couple. She makes the first of two. And she'll make the second one. Just didn't make enough of an effort to make a play on the ball. And Wallace with the intentional foul. So there's two free throws and the basketball being handed here to Axdell. And any doubt has been erased. 54-40, to 40, a 14-point lead for Axdell as they've got the basketball. And Nicole Cedarberg into the ball game. She'll inbound it and give it for Kaylee Trampy. Over for Cedarberg. Cedarberg on the bounce. And uh, she'll look top of the circle, giving it for Trampy who gives off here for Erica Bertrand. So the freshman will give it off on the left side to the freshman Kaylee Trampy, who's picked up there defensively by Evie. Right wing for Madison Eckhoff. Eckhoff tries to enter it in to Cedarberg. Does. Cedarberg will lay it off the glass and in. Nice little post move there for Nicole Cedarberg as she gets the bucket. And it's a 16-point lead now with 20 seconds to go. They kick top of the circle here for Anderson. Anderson stops at the elbow. Gives right side here for Grote. Grote's going to drive. No good. Offensive rebound. Shot good for Eby. Eby with the putback. And now cut the lead down to 14. Five seconds left as they inbound it. Inbounds is going to be stolen here by Anderson. Anderson's going to drive. Shot no good at the buzzer. And that's going to do it. Well, they kept battling. Did Overton. But they fall short here to Axdell, a final. It's the Wildcats, 56, Overton, 42. So now it'll be Elm Creek and Axdell, the top two seeds, playing for the Fort Kearney Conference Championship on Saturday night at 6 o'clock. Our day begins. We'll have four games for you on Saturday. It'll begin with the consolation game between Pleasanton and Overton at 2 o'clock. Once again, your final, it's Axdell, 56-42 over Overton. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame show. We'll talk with the head coaches and more when we come back after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, 
a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine. South Central Avenue, Carney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. And welcome back here to the Vero Event Center. Our day is wrapped up. Elm Creek and Axtell will play for the conference championship. The uh, Wildcats are able to uh, pick up a, a nice win here, 56-42. to 42. Let's check our numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for Overton, who now falls to 8-12 and 12 on the season. They had won five of the last six games, so they've been playing some pretty hot basketball. Uh, they were led tonight by Gracie Grote, who finished with 16 points, had four rebounds. Sidney Enix had 12 points, eight rebounds. Jaden Eby had nine points, three rebounds. J.C. Wallace with three points, a rebound. And Victoria Anderson had two points, but did have six rebounds on the night. Unofficially at Overton being 17 of 43 from the field, so that's about 39.5% shooting here in the game. They were 3 of 14 from three-point range for 21.4%. They were 6 of 16. I'm sorry, I looked at the wrong numbers. They were 5 of 12 from the free-throw line. For about 42%, uh, they uh, did have 22 rebounds here in the game, including six offensive rebounds. So did a did a nice job on the glass, but they do fall here to uh, Axdell, 56 to 42. Uh, meanwhile, for the uh, for the Wildcats, who, as we mentioned, will now play for the conference championship, they were led by Sophie Melema. Melema with 15 points had four rebounds in the game. Caitlin Callen off the bench finished with a dozen points and three rebounds. Paige Kirby had 12 points, four rebounds. So you had three Wildcats in double digits. Bellama with 15, Callen and Kirby both with a dozen. Camille Fischel with six points, four rebounds. Reagan Miller had four points, three rebounds. Emmy Nickel with three points and a rebound. And Ashley Snell, two points, five rebounds. And Nicole Cedarberg late in the game with a bucket. So she finishes with a couple of points here in the game. Axtell, 23 of 48 from the field, so they shot almost 48%. They didn't shoot a lot of threes. They were only one of nine from three-point range. From the free-throw line, they were nine of 17 for about 53%, and uh, they did pull down 25 rebounds here in the game. So uh, some of the stats we can compare, Axtell won the rebounding battle 25-22, to 22, uh, shooting Axtell with an edge there, uh, and also uh, turnovers, 16 turnovers unofficially for Overton compared to 11 for Overton. So, uh, uh, again, uh, a nice effort here for Axdell as they pick up a 56-42 win. And kind enough to join us to uh, talk about uh, things in, in the loss here is, is Coach Nicole Arp for, uh, for Overton. 
and it just seemed like early on in the game, um, Axdell just kind of jumped on in. It's kind of tough for you guys to get things going off offensively. Yeah, at the beginning of the game, I told the girls that we have to have a fast start. Um, all season long, when we have a slow start, they just get so down and so it's hard to come back from that. And so it killed that they started so quick at the beginning of the game. Yeah, and part of that is probably a confidence factor, too, because yeah. they're young and, and, and confidence hasn't been there the last couple of years. But winning five out of your last six games, the confidence was, was I would think, going your way coming into the game. Yeah, definitely. The girls have been playing outstanding these last few games. Um, the confidence has been huge just because these girls especially need it for these upcoming games. Um, this one tonight hurt, but... We'll be ready to fight back. Well, I, I will say this. I saw you early on in the season, and this is the first time I've seen you in the last about six weeks or so. Mm-hmm. And you do see a lot of growth. I've seen a lot of growth, and I don't know near much about basketball <laughs> as you do, Nikki. But uh, just talk a little bit about how things have improved. How has that growth kind of come for you? I feel like the girls have just gotten a lot comfortable with me in the style of game that I like to play. And the growth from the um, from the beginning beginning of the season has been tremendous for them. Um, They keep fighting. They keep working hard. Their pressure has been a lot more. Um, The biggest thing is that they don't give up. They keep fighting. One thing that it seemed that you had trouble with was was Sophie Melman. When the ball went Mm -hmm. to the inside, you just really had kind of some matchup problems in terms of, and she does a good job keeping the ball up high. It was very difficult for you guys to kind of stop her inside. Yeah, definitely. We talked about that during halftime. Um, It killed us because tonight our big our big girl is out most of the game with fouls. Um, so tonight we just had to, you know, try to figure out a way. The biggest thing is they were setting screens and getting wide open. And we just weren't talking like we usually do tonight on defense. And that was where we struggled. She was getting wide open off those screens. Yeah, and a couple of inbounds plays as well. You know, things that don't normally happen, but just a lot of little, kind of a death by a thousand cuts tonight. Definitely. I think I think nerves got to us. And when we got down at the beginning of the game, the girls just struggled to come back from that. Well, but part of that, you guys are a very young team. Mm-hmm. And and it, it, so this has got to be a great growth experience because again being the sixth seed you had to go and you play on the road in the in the quarterfinals so this is still an opportunity for you guys to really kind of grow and it'll be a little bit more relaxing playing in this environment on Saturday obviously you want to play for the conference title but still you get to kind of play in a fun environment on on Saturday and continue to kind of move in the right direction yeah I'm excited um, to play Pleasanton again it will be great Um, our last game with them was really close and the girls have their nerves shaken out of playing here now so hopefully Saturday we'll be better. Yeah, just unfortunately, you just didn't get things going in the first half, and then Axtell didn't hurt themselves, so they didn't really give you the opportunity to get back in the game. Exactly. Yep. It, they Axtell played tremendous tonight, and we just started slow, and towards the end of the game is when we started working hard, but it was a little too late. All right. Well, hey, Coach, I appreciate the time, and Thank congratulations you. on how things are going. Thank you. That's Nicole Arp, head basketball coach for the Overton uh, Eagles. They fall here to Axtell 56-42. to Again, they'll play Pleasanton for the uh, conference third place trophy, uh, two o'clock on Saturday. And of course, we'll have that game for you right here on the ESPN Superstation, our final 56 to 42. We're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll uh, have the opportunity to talk with Kelly Cooksley, the head basketball, basketball coach over at Axtell, who won this one by 14. We'll talk with Coach Cooksley as we continue with more of the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show after this timeout. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? 
out here in the middle of nowhere. Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney And welcome back here to the Bureau Event Center. Axed out with a 56-42 win over Overton. So they'll play for the conference championship. Kind of join us to talk about it. Kelly Cooksley, uh, congratulations, my friend. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Good start. I I think really this game, I don't want to say it was over in the first half, but because you guys didn't make any mistakes to really kind of let Overton get back in it. But you had a good early start to the game, and I think that was key to build confidence Mm -hmm. for your team and take confidence away from theirs. Yeah, and I I told my assistant coach right before the game, I said, if there's anything I want tonight, I want the quick start. Because when we played them the first time, we got off to an awful start, and then they, I mean, they kind of controlled the game the first time we played them, and, you know, I knew that that was going to be important to to get off to that quick start, and uh, it kind of set the tone for how we wanted to play the rest of the game. You mentioned setting the tone. I think Sophie Melma set the tone. Absolutely. Because she was dominant on the inside. Her last that. three games, uh, she'll tell you, she has not played well, and uh, tonight, uh, you know, I feel like big time players step up when uh you know the lights are the brightest i feel like i have a group of kids that do that and uh she definitely uh she brought it tonight and she had a good game against them the last time too i think she had 18 so i don't know maybe it's something about overton but she played great tonight and one of those things that she does so well is uh, get it to her in the post mm-hmm. on the inbounds plays she keeps the ball up high she doesn't yep. make herself any shorter than she is yep. and and she was very strong with the basketball absolutely and uh you know, we worked on a few things this week on seal, our pinning and sealing on uh, some of our half-court offense, uh, some of the movements we get. And uh, she kind of took that and ran with it on Monday. And I think it showed a lot tonight. I mean, we'll watch the film. But I think she played a lot better fundamentally in the post tonight. And you guys end up winning, you know, kind of the rebounding battle, the turnover battle, and just uh, uh, shot a yeah. little bit better. I mean, yeah. it was just a lot of things. I think just about every statistical category, you guys yeah. played a little bit better than Overton did. That was one thing I said. I said, you know, we got to make sure we take care of the glass because, I mean, that is something that they do really well. Their guards are a little bit bigger than our guards, uh, and they rebound really, really well. And, you know, you got Enix inside and stuff, but uh, – that was the one thing that I kind of circled. Hey, we got to win this, and I think we'll win the basketball game. Yeah, that's man. usually how that works in any basketball game. Yeah, but, 
But you know, you you force five more turnovers than you committed. You you, yeah. you get another three or four rebounds than they yeah. do. Uh, you also got pretty balanced scoring. We we mentioned Sophie Melima, but off the bench, uh, Caitlin Callen finished with a, a dozen points and, yeah. and spurred you with a couple of steals and a, yep. and, a and a couple of uh, rebounds. She as well. played the best game of her career tonight, and you know she's she's has very skilled offensively, but you know, we're still, she's a work in progress defensively. I think she'd say that too, but, uh, I'm very proud of her. And, uh, you know, I kind of got on her yesterday in practice. Uh, and you know, then she kind of responded today, I think a little bit. So, you know, I might have to do that again. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Dad being a coach and all, you probably can get away with that a a little bit there. Uh, and also one person, one more, I want to talk about, uh, Paige Kirby finished with a, with a dozen. I think she had three points in every quarter. I mean, just very steady effort. She, uh, you know, Randy last year, she did not play in the district. We had the same team back and she did not play in the district final at all last year when we played and she has improved tremendously i mean she's a starter now she's our leading scorer i mean she has improved so much i mean i am so proud of that kid i mean she could have kind of maybe packed it in and had a whatever kind of summer but i mean she got hungry and i mean it showed i mean she's she's our leading scorer and didn't even play a year ago i mean i'm they can't even say enough about her i'm very proud of her yeah and, and, and a good solid effort and just yep it just didn't seem like you guys ever made the mistakes. Well, there was a few here and there, mm-hmm. sure. I mean, no game's perfect. I thought we got sloppy at the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah, but I think a little bit of that was we're trying to kill some clock and just get to Saturday. Right, right. And and that's what you do. When you get up by about 21 points, you just kind of want to – you're not – it's not like you're trying to stop scoring, but you yep. want to kind of take time off the clock, and yep. sometimes that throws off the timing a little bit. So let's talk a little bit about uh, about Elm Creek. Well, you guys going to have to do well on Saturday. Oh, man, they are good. I mean, they are just a good ball club. You know, in that game, we had a one-and-one one with about four minutes to go to maybe take the uh, – we were down one, and we missed the front end. I think they came down and banged home a three, and we were down four, and we could just never get over that four- to six-point range. And – uh, you know, they're a very good basketball team. They, they probably have, uh, you know, with Kissinger's injury, they probably have the hub territory player of the year right now, in my opinion, I guess. Uh, she just does so much for them. Uh, Claire Cornell, obviously, but, uh, they got the Bauer girl, Deo. I mean, they can just shoot the lights out of it. I mean, they're so hard to defend, but, uh, I think we'll have a game plan. Uh, our girls are happy to play them. I think they'll be happy to play us. I think we wanted to play each other again, uh, because it was such a good first game. So, uh, you know, I got a lot of respect for Coach Ford and uh, Coach McCarter and all those kids over there. I mean, it's definitely a, maybe a budding rat. We've played a lot. I think we've yeah. played almost nine or ten times in the last three years. So, I mean. Well, you tend to run into each yep, other here in the yep, conference tournament. Yep. So, uh, you know, I got a lot of respect for them. I think they have a lot of respect for our, our kids and what we do. So, it'll be fun. I'm glad we're going to tip it up with them. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a good time. And uh, I'd, I'd say the same thing if Coach Ford was sitting here. I'd say can, good yep. luck to you. All right, thank you, sir. We'll see right. you on Saturday. All right, see you Saturday. Kelly Cooksley, head basketball coach for Axdell. The uh, Wildcats win at 56-42. Next up for them will be Elm Creek. That championship game will be at 6 o'clock. We'll begin our quadruple header of high school basketball from the Fort Carney Conference Saturday at 2 with the consolation game on the girls' side between Pleasanton and Overton. Then we'll have the boys' consolation game. The Elm Creek girls will put, take on Axtell for the girls' championship at 6, and then the boys' championship game will be at 8. We have another doubleheader for you tomorrow. It'll be the boys' turn. Tomorrow, SEM takes on Wilcox-Hildreth at 6. Elm Creek will take on Amherst then. 
scheduled for 745. And, of course, we'll have the Constellation and Championship Games, as we mentioned, on Saturday for you as well. I want to thank you so much for joining us and all of our sponsors that help us bring you coverage of high school basketball here on ESPN Radio. And uh, for our engineer, Ed Smith, back in the studios, I'm Brandy Bushcutter. Thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody.